0: Good boy good boy hey there and welcome to the when's my time podcast i'm ozzy air founder of whensmytime.com well you join me on a stunningly beautiful morning here out on my walk with jack one of those days that makes you feel just grateful to be alive uh, it's just a beautiful azure blue sky and uh, it's tuesday I think it's the 13th or maybe it's the 14th of June 2017. As usual, if you're a regular listener, you know that I don't tend to bring my reading spectacles with me. So even if I got my phone out, I wouldn't be able to see what the date was, but I think it's the 13th or 14th of June 2017. Um, yeah, on that subject, yeah, I'm, I am grateful to be alive on a day like today. It's just wonderful. and. Uh, on that subject i was just looking back i've had a, a bit of a testing time i don't harp on about it i had a bit of a testing time of it over the past couple of weeks or so with technology and one thing or another and it's it's easy particularly and i say this particularly if you're thinking of branching out on on your own as another. a lot of the listeners to this podcast are there will be times when you think that everything is going wrong that you think you've made a massive mistake that you think nothing is ever going to go right for you again and it's at those times a i can tell you that that's not true things things are going wrong but they're not singling you out for, for that they're not they're not making you a target for things to go wrong uh, and things will go right again but b if you think about now i know a lot of stuff is talked about gratitude and i and i don't i'll be honest i don't buy into a lot of that but if you do think back to things times when things did go right or little things that are great i mean like a beautiful morning like today if you do think about those things then it can put a whole different complexion on things now i i particularly right now uh, i'm grateful for (laughs) a couple of things uh, i'm grateful to we, we in this country have a thing called the nhs national health service which means that uh, healthcare is provided free at the point of delivery we pay for it through taxation we don't have any although people can take out insurances for for private health care there's no requirement to do that um, that tends to just get you a, a better bedroom and, uh, you know and that sort of stuff but uh, I, i'm thinking today that i've got reason to be grateful to the nhs and i've also got reason to be grateful to um, sounds weird the village parish council our parish council and some contractors that they hired let me explain firstly i was thinking the other day about the nhs and i you see i know for a fact that had it not been for the nhs i wouldn't have my wife and two sons because the bottom line is uh Well, I'll tell you the story. Back in 1985, in February of 1985, I was working for a large retailer in the UK and I'd been uh, on my shift from, uh, I think, 7.30 in the morning. So that necessitated me getting up at around 5.30, 6 o'clock. I got home that evening and was just going to bed when Carol came to tell me that she thought that, our baby was on its way, two or three days early. And so in those days, actually, I didn't drive. I rode a motorcycle now, clearly, clearly, you can't take your wife to a hospital on a motorcycle. Um, so I went and knocked on the neighbor neighbor's door, and uh, as was prearranged, she drove us into the hospital. Now we got to the hospital. And after a few tests, they said, sorry, dad, Uh, things aren't happening right now. You may as well go home and get some sleep. Get some sleep, (laughs) get some sleep. This is our first baby. And uh, they expect me to go home and get some sleep. I did go home. Of course I didn't sleep. Um, And uh, I was allowed to telephone at eight o'clock the following morning. And I visited, I I was back in the hospital by nine and spent the day with Carol. And uh, what a long day it was. Uh, In fact, nothing much happened until quite late. In fact, in the early hours of the following day, when they said, in fact, they they got Carol hooked up to all sorts of machines and the baby hooked up to all sorts of machines. And um, the monitors were then turned away from Carol. I could see them. But Carol couldn't see them, and I saw that the monitor on the baby had flatlined. And the doctor said, I think we need to get you into, into surgery. See, Carol wanted a natural birth. She didn't want, she didn't want any drugs. She didn't want, she didn't want anything. Well, she went through the lot. <laughs> she, she went through the lot. Uh, and eventually it was uh, full-on anesthesia and uh, a caesarean. Hiya. Hello there. <laughs> um, and eventually it was, uh, so she was knocked out, caesarean. And uh, I was wheeled into a room, or, <laughs> not wheeled, but asked to go and stay in this room on my own. And it was probably around about 2 o'clock in the morning. And for about an hour I was there on my own. And all I was thinking in that time was, We've lost the baby, just save Carol. We've lost the baby, save Carol, because she's my world. And uh, after about an hour, an hour and a half, the nurse came and knocked on the door. I said, are you okay? I said, yeah. I said, would you like to come and meet your son? And, what is it, 32 years later? I'm welling up now telling you that because they are the most remarkable words I've ever heard. I'd gone from, I'd gone from, we've lost the baby, please save Carol, to I'm a dad and I've got a son. And my whole world changed. Now, I can tell you that had we been born 50 years earlier, the likelihood is I'd have lost them both. And along with Carol and my older son clearly my younger son would never have been born. So you can understand why I'm grateful for the NHS. I've also got a more direct reason to be grateful for the yeah. NHS. A few weeks ago my wife persuaded me to go uh, and get checked. Uh, there's sort of a, a a blotchy mark had appeared over my forehead, on my forehead, above my eyebrow. And she persuaded me at great length, and quite right too, but you know what us blokes are like, we're, we're not very good at, uh, at taking care of ourselves. She persuaded me to go and get it checked out. So I did. I went to the doctor, what we call a GP over here, general practitioner, the family doctor. And she said, I think it's okay, but hey, let's, let's check it out and she booked me in to see a specialist at the local hospital and within I think it was about a week I got an appointment to see the specialist at the local hospital and he said hmm I think it's okay but let's check it out so a couple of weeks later I was back to the hospital uh, having a biopsy on it and as he took the biopsy he said i think it's okay but it's better to be safe than sorry let's check it out yesterday i got a letter saying i'm delighted to tell you there's no evidence of anything cancerous but it does look strange so what we're going to do is we're going to book you in in six months time and we're going to take another look now that is, for me, is fantastic. You might say, oh, it's just something and nothing. No. What it means is, I had, no, had I been, I wasn't particularly worried, but had I been worried, had I been worried about um, my health, had I thought that it was something that was, um, that, that was malignant, that worry could have been compounded with a financial fear. How am I gonna pay for treatment? How am I gonna... All of that, all of that is taken from me. All of that. I can just concentrate on just getting on with my life. I don't have to worry about the fact that, yes, in December they want to see me again, just in case. I think that's magnificent. So, and going back to when, when Carol had our first son and our second son, never once, Was there there a concern about the cost involved? Of course there was a cost involved in Carol giving up work to look after our sons, and of course, but I'm talking about the cost of treatment. Never once was that a concern. So I am incredibly grateful. Now I know this is a, I know this is seen sometimes as a, a political thing because I know there are different systems in the world. I just feel I'm incredibly grateful to live in a country that, Back when the last time we had austerity after the war, and we were a lot worse off than then, the government saw fit to, uh, in the 1940s, to bring in the National Health Service. And I'm not making a political point, I'm just incredibly grateful that I, I get to benefit that from that. And I get to have a family because of it. And I get to not be worried about this thing on my forehead in case it turns nasty because I know it was taken care of. Now, I did say, I wanted to be, uh, I wanted to give a shout out to some other people. Our parish councillors, earlier this year, they built uh, a much needed facility for the youngsters in in our village. And youngsters come from villages around about. A few years ago, they they put up a, a skate ramp that was built out of timber. And again, that attracted youngsters from all around but they paid well over the odds for it. The the person involved is no longer around but they paid well over the odds for it and of course being made of timber it it didn't last very long it needed constant maintenance. Anyway this year and it was soon taken down because it it became dangerous uh, because the boards started to come apart and one or two in fact a friend of my sons ended up very seriously injured in hospital, head injury, uh, thankfully he's made a recovery. But uh, anyway, they have took it down a couple of years or so ago because it became dangerous. Now, with the help, I must say, of the kids in the village helping to raise funds, they've built a more permanent structure, a, concrete, a proper concrete skate ramp with all the, I don't know what they're called, <laughs> but all the sort of bumps and all that. It's pretty exciting stuff. But while it was being built, and it's down on our village, uh, our village park, which is well used. We've got the cricket field there, we've got the football field there, we've got the tennis courts there. We've got the stall ball, which is a particular Sussex uh, sport. Uh, look it up online. It looks good, good fun. But it's, uh, it's peculiar to this area. Um, but lots, lots of use there. But the, this skate ramp was built on, on the edges. And for a while it looked... Uh, like a bomb site, all the excavations to build the soil up and all that sort of stuff, and there were sort of mud banks at either end. And to be honest, I'd expected that the best thing that they would have, we could expect them to do, was to to turf the thing, to either seed grass there or put turfs down and, and just grass it. So we'd have grassy banks at either end. But no, somebody I don't know whether it was contractors or whether it was the uh, uh, somebody on the parish council had the inspired idea of no we're not going to put grass there we're going to sow wildflowers and i walked past it yesterday the profusion of wildflowers there the colors amazing a couple of packets of seeds and a drop of rain and you can change the entire environment and boy, can you make a difference because they are so full of insects. It's a wonderful insect feeding station. Um, native wildflowers looking wonderful. So, look, this is, uh, you can tell I'm in a fairly upbeat mood. I'm in an upbeat mood because although my um, course has taken me a long time to, to put together, by the way, if you didn't know already, I'm putting together a course for beginners on um, on video making, because I, most of my time I'm, I'm making animated videos, but I'm um, putting, I do a fair bit of camera work and a fair bit of voiceover work, that sort of stuff, and I'm putting a, a sorry, a fly just blew up my nose, Flew <laughs> up my nose, uh, I'm putting together a course, a beginner's course, a totally non-techy beginner's course, but very wide-ranging course on, on video making. So we'll be going into animation, we'll be going into to camera stuff, we'll be going into how to edit your audio, we'll be going into all of that, but in a non techie way. Why is it in a non-techy way? Because I'm non techie myself. <laughs> it's the only th- language that I understand. So I had had to decipher a lot of tech speak, and it's taken me a long time, it's taken me a lot longer than anybody who is techy, but I've had to decipher a lot of tech speak and put it in a language that I understand to make my own business. But, yeah, I'm feeling fairly confident and fairly happy that that is now starting to progress at a pace. I've got a, a clearer vision for it than I had before. So, all in all, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good today. It's a beautiful day. I'm happy. I'm grateful to the NHS. I'm grateful to the local parish councillors and their contractor. And I'm grateful that I'm making great progress with the course that I'm putting together. So, that's it oh, it sounds though i 'm gloating rather doesn 't it it 's not meant in that way at all what i 'm saying is look i 've just come through some challenges, and um, it's easy to particularly when you 're down you know you 're on your own it 's easy to get down it 's easy to get down about the challenges it 's easy to think that everybody and everything is against you they 're not it's just uh, it's just i 'm going to use a, a phrase that, uh, uh, that that I rather like um, i first came across it in in pg woodhurst's worcester stories jeeves used it a concatenation of circumstances you can hear we're getting near to the road now sorry about that but uh, nobody's out to get you circumstances aren't against you it's just that a few things have come together at once come on jack it's just that a few things have come together at once and remember that and to help you get over that feeling that everything's against you Think about when things weren't against you. Think about when things were going right. You didn't have the opposite feeling at that time, did you? You didn't necessarily think, gosh, is, you know, working for me. No, it was just, okay, that, that went well. Or you maybe even didn't notice it. A lot of the time, when things are going right, we don't notice they're going right. It's only when we're going bad that we pay attention. So think about when things go right for you. Think about the good days. Think about all of those and know for sure know for absolute certainty that those good days are going to come around again because they do this is all cyclical so thanks for listening if you've enjoyed this please tell your friends please head over to itunes and subscribe that way you'll never miss another episode and while you're there leave me a review and leave me a bunch of stars and I tell you somebody else I want to give a shout out to somebody who is a major inspiration I've would have wished to have joined him and a bunch of people that i really admire over the last weekend uh over in cincinnati um, sadly that concatenation of circumstances happened and i wasn't able to fly over there to see them but i know they had an absolute blast but here's a guy who has been a constant source of inspiration to me and i want you to head over to his podcast and give it a listen and that is a guy called sam crowley sam crowley and uh, his podcast is called Every Day is Saturday. Every Day is Saturday. You can also head over to everydayisaturday.com. But Every Day is Saturday. Now, if you think my story about my son was a bit of a tearjerker, wait till, till you hear his story about Susan. She, a miracle baby. A miracle baby. Son will have you in floods of tears, but he'll also have you uh, leaping for joy. So, anyway, thank you for listening. I've been Ozzie Air founder of whensmytime.com. And I'm here to tell you, your time is now.